0: Happy to have you here, Tyler. We met a few months ago at the Capital League Tournament um, here in D.C. It was my first time seeing you play. And I just remember you being just so explosive. And I was looking in the media book like, who is this guy? Like, who is this guy? And I saw that you're a freshman. And I'm like, oh, this is crazy. Like, I got to talk to him. I got to have him on my podcast. So happy that we were able to finally make it happen after a few months. But let's talk about your freshman year and even before it. So as I was doing research for this interview, I saw that there was a tweet that went out about you um, by coach Sam Rhines yeah. saying that you were the best thing he had seen out of Philly since Kobe and he coached
1: Kobe, which is huge. Yeah.
0: Do you remember when that tweet came out? Take me back to that moment.
1: It was at an All-Star game. I went off and basically after the game, my trainer, from difference makers coach dunk had took me to go talk to him and we had talked for a little bit and i didn't know he was going to tweet that so it was kind of like crazy and after that i remember seeing the tweet and honestly i didn't know how to react to it because i was like kobe that's kobe Bryant," right yeah. and at the same time it was like a lot to take on Because it's like, that's Kobe Bryant, and I knew it was going to come with a lot of backlash and some pressure, but I was ready for it.
0: Coming into your freshman year, not only did you have that tweet, you came in with 71 offers. This is all coming into your freshman year. What expectations did you have for yourself? Because clearly there was a lot placed on you that you didn't necessarily ask for. What did you have for yourself?
1: My goals were just to go into George school with Coach Ben to learn how to. be a better point guard and develop my game. Um going into several offers, it was a lot because I had a lot of eyes on me just watching me and then on top of that the Kobe article. So it added some more pressure and right now I'm only 15 so it was like I had to grow up a little faster and mature a lot. And right now high school has been a roller coaster but I definitely like have been learning a lot coach ben in George school
0: yeah so after your freshman season what are your thoughts about high school basketball and playing at george school
1: um some games are gonna go off and some games you're not you have to contribute to the team though in order to win um i honestly think that game in dmv was probably one of my worst games i ever played but after that i reacted in a good way and i just did good and I started dropping 20 points and I started having 10 assists. And everything started falling in line for me once I started to get more comfortable. Yeah. And I, that's more of what it's about, just having comfortability and just stuff like that.
0: It's so interesting that you felt like that was your, one of your worst games because I'm in the crowd like, who is this person? People behind me like, he a freshman, like what? But as the player, it doesn't always translate that way because people could think you're doing great but if you don't feel it inside then none of that really matters so that's so interesting yeah. that you felt that way about that game
1: i just felt like i could have done better in order for us to win i just didn't think i could i think i could have done better than what i did at that game that's all i keep myself yeah. to a very high standard no
0: i can tell yeah.
1: I'm but going that's for, good i'm going for 20 points and if we don't win i'm not really satisfied because 20 points were for nothing
0: yeah i think that's good so what would you say is something that you've learned this season
1: learn being a leader you know going into freshman year being a starting point guard i've always known how to be a point guard but to be a leader means a lot you know when my teammates aren't having their best day learning how to uplift them so they can move on to the next play and not taking out emotions on them. And I think that's a big role for me and for any freshman to come in and just be a leader. And that's what I've learned, how to be a better leader and to lead my team.
0: Yeah, because a lot of times freshmen are coming in, they're probably getting a few minutes every now and then, maybe not, but to come in and be the starting point guard for a really good team, that's different.
1: Yeah.
0: How has Coach Ben helped groom you for the moment?
1: You know, me and Coach Ben, we've had talks, trained me. Uh, It's been a lot. He's still taught me so well, so far, and um, teaching me how to be a leader, teaching me how to shoot better, what shots are good for me, what bad shots I shouldn't take, when to take bad shots, you know, stuff like that. And I just didn't know, like, I was a middle schooler coming into high school taking some shots that I didn't know were really low percentage shots because I'm so used to making them. So when we sat down and had some talks and we trained or during practice, he taught me a lot.
0: Um, yeah. So, yeah. That's awesome. Okay. So I want to go back to young Tyler. What was your first introduction to the game of basketball?
1: I think two years old. Yeah. Two years, two years
0: old. old is wild
1: i had this mini court my mom had bought me and i would not stop playing on it and after that i remember i played the game and i was i really i went off i would think i was like four or three or five and then after that my mom and my family went and bought me a real life, like a basketball hoop and ever since then it just took off i just kept playing basketball like that's that you was know, just my favorite sport of course a lot of people who don't know me actually don't know i played soccer and i was really great at soccer and i played baseball i did karate but after when i hit middle school that's when i started to focus on basketball more
0: okay i was gonna ask did you play any other sports but clearly you've done a whole bunch of sports yeah what made basketball the one you decided to stick with
1: That orange ball just has something for me, man. I just love that orange ball. Uh, I love soccer a lot. Uh, Just being all over the field and kicking the ball. I really love that. Baseball, I was really good at it, but it was a little too slow for me. Basketball was like the real speed I like.
0: Yeah. Who was the first NBA player you ever looked up to?
1: Oh, Iverson. Iverson. (laughs) And then it was LeBron and Kevin Durant. Those were the three players I looked up to. But Isla Iverson was first. I used to have cornrows like him when I seen him play. (laughs)
0: Cornrows, okay.
1: (laughs) At cornrows. And I used to watch him play and I used to try to mimic his game.
0: Yeah. So, again, as I was looking in that media sheet at the D.C. game, I saw your Instagram was Tyler Little AI. And I'm like, I see the vision. Like, I felt like I saw the vision. (laughs) As I saw you playing, what were some of your favorite things about AI? Because I feel like, in addition to being really good at basketball, he's also a cultural icon.
1: He's he's a dog. Like I love AI. It was just him and his mom, and that reminds me of me. Um, on the court, he was just a beast. Like going against Kobe, not giving up in the finals. Like he's done a lot. I like, just, I love his game. Everything about him, I just love. I, I just love AI. It's my favorite player.
0: That's awesome. And you mentioned the relationship between you and your mom. I read that article in the Philadelphia Inquirer about the bond y'all have and all the sacrifices she's made. So let's just give her flowers right now. Like talk about that relationship and just how much she means to you.
1: My mom means the world to me. It's only me and my grandma and me my grandma and my mom. And my mom is like my best friend. Like anything that happens, I can go to her. I ever need to cry, I need to go to her. She's like, the best like and like, i don't even i'm very speechless talking about my mom and then my grandmom on top of that she's they're just incredible like it's, it's just i can't even talk about them. like it's just the best i don't even know what to say about them i just love them so much like the sacrifices they made for me is just crazy
0: yeah no i love that so much and i love that you say your mom is your best friend. Because I feel like sometimes during the teenage years, like it gets a little difficult <laughs> with a parent-child relationship. But So I just love that y'all bond is like so strong. And you can say that. Yeah. That's
1: my dog.
0: That's my dog. I love that. OK, so some more questions about Tyler. Favorite thing to eat before a game?
1: <sighs> not going to like this one, but I did not used to eat before games.
0: Wait. Wait a minute. <laughs>
1: I used to eat before a game, man. I did Are not.
0: Were you nervous?
1: No, I just, I, I was excited. Okay. Like, I'm pretty sure anybody who hoops, when they have a big game tomorrow, it's hard for them to go to sleep. Yeah. And then to wake up and eat something, I was, I was just too excited. So then eventually my coach found out and he started making me eat stuff, so. Yeah, yeah. we're going to need
0: you to eat before a game.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> you so what's
0: your favorite pre game meal?
1: I don't have a pre bill.
0: Tyler. So you just eat whatever is there.
1: Yeah. He'll show up and he'll be like, you Gotta put something on your stomach. And all my teammates know so they be on me about it too. So I'll just be quick to eat something and just go.
0: Okay. Well, yeah. we gon we're gonna have to get that to become work- regulated. <laughs> like
1: <laughs> we gotta work on that.
0: Yeah you to eat before the game, get that extra fuel in you. Okay, so what's your favorite meal in general? Because clearly we're not we're not really doing a pregame thing right now.
1: Soul
0: food. Okay. Soul collard soul greens, food. yams, and I
1: love cheese sticks.
0: Really? Yeah. You dip it in the mozzarella or no? I mean, in the marinara sauce or no? <clears throat>
1: cheese cheese- sticks.
0: Oh, like- cheese sticks, <laughs> Okay. So I definitely thought you said cheese sticks. But you being from Philly, cheesesteaks is oh, clearly, clearly what made more sense there. Okay, got you, got you, got you. Do you have a favorite spot to get it from?
1: You just gotta go, you gotta go deep in Philly, and okay. in Philly, you know where to get a cheesesteak from. Everybody goes has their own preference for, for in Philly.
0: Okay, next time I'm in Philly, I gotta get me one. I don't yeah. feel like I've ever had an authentic
1: Philly it, cheese. Steak. It's hard to find those because. Certain people go to different spots out of the city, but if you come to the city, you got a farm one that chew like like it's different places. Okay. Yeah.
0: What you put on your cheesesteak?
1: Now I like mayo, fried onions, cheese. Obviously, I'm allergic to tomatoes. But before I, yeah, I'm allergic to tomatoes. Before so no
0: ketchup, I, no, like pizza sauce. I mean, does that count? Like, yeah oh oh wow like yeah. you like real deal allergic okay
1: so before i used to i used to put tomatoes i mean i put ketchup on my cheese it's just too good and i was i'm not gonna lie i did it like a couple weeks ago it's, it's, Tyler,
0: it's, we need you healthy okay we don't need was, no allergic reactions
1: it was good it was good like i can't help it it was just good yeah but i don't even play about it
0: no more so okay good yeah we need you healthy man no allergic reactions what happens if you eat tomatoes is it like bothering your stomach or are you breaking out everywhere
1: no I'll break out in my mouth that's it okay well, that's about it for real but
0: yeah so sometimes you're willing to deal with that sometimes
1: yeah I'm willing <laughs> to deal with it yes I yeah I'm willing to <laughs> risk okay, I'm gonna I stop I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to stop
0: yeah okay wow so no like ketchup with the fries like i'm just thinking of all the things that like tomatoes are involved in yeah
1: and i'm not gonna lie it's not too bad because growing up my mom was like really good at cooking so it was like every other thing that had tomatoes i wasn't really interested for Okay. Um, like i like alfredo sauce when i get pizza i'll just get cheese and pepperoni so it's like
0: hey so just the bread the cheese and the pepperoni
1: don't sleep on it.
0: Oh, I got to try that? It. I never even thought about that.
1: Don't sleep on it, man. It's real good. It's really good. Okay. Cool. And, you know, chicken alfredo. So it's like, it's not really too bad being able to ketchup. It's all met tomatoes. So it's like, it's Gucci.
0: Okay. I might have to try the pizza like that.
1: <laughs> it's good. It's good.
0: All right. If it's not good, Tyler, I'm going to have to let you know. I'm going to have to be honest with you.
1: It is fine. Huh? Okay. It's not- I'm gonna try it.
0: Though. I'm, I'm gonna try it though. I'm I'm gonna try it though. Okay, cool. What are you listening to before a game?
1: Oh I got a whole playlist.
0: Okay, what's on there?
1: Got some scissor, Rye wave.
0: Oh, you that type. You mellow going into the game. Like oh, God, not
1: mellow. No, oh, you,
0: you to pick up. You about to pick it up. Okay, okay. Let me roll with you. Okay.
1: Some Meek Mill, some OT seven I don't know if you know about him.
0: I don't. Please feel yeah. me. And I so feel so
1: Best Philly one of the best Philly Rivers out. Okay. Some Uzi. Um and some more guys, but you know I like oh, Chief Keith. Chief okay. Keith. Okay. I know right. Chief. I like to go chill and then go back up. Okay. You know? Get me excited. Let me chill out, the whole car ride. And then when I get to the game, I gotta get me excited.
0: Okay. Okay. Where do you stand on dreams and nightmares?
1: The song. I love dreams and nightmares, but it's another <laughs> song. It's another song that I like better than dreams and nightmares that Meek Mill has.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. What is it?
1: It's called Oodles and Noodles BBs.
0: Why did I feel like I would know the song and I don't?
1: Like I just
0: felt <laughs> like I was gonna be like, oh I know that and I don't.
1: It's crazy because I think it's a very underrated song, but it talks about his life and what it's like for him growing up in Philly. And it's so hard. Like, it, it's just too hard. I like Jesus, yeah. but who but who's got it for me? Who's okay. Who?
0: Okay. So what is it like growing up in Philly? I feel like globally, we all know Fresh Prince. We know the show. We know his backstory. But, like, I feel like that was, like, the the world's introduction at least my generation to like Philly, like is will smith what is it like growing up in philly
1: it's a it's like it's just a city man like it's a small city everybody knows each other it's authentic it's chill and then it's exciting you know i've always been the type to be in my own little world so i've been i was like a chill type of guy i never really went out too much or not, but Philly is like, it's a chill place. It can be hard to grow up in, but it's also fun.
0: Yeah. I feel that. I'm from Miami originally. And I feel the same way. I feel like Miami is such like a lit place that people want to be in, but I didn't grow up that way. Like I didn't grow up on South beach. I grew up in Opalaka, like not really where the TV cameras come, but like I wasn't really out there like that. It was chill and we went through what we had to go through, but we made it out. Goodness. And
1: that's how it was for me. And that's how it is for me. Um, you know, my mom, my grandmom always made it and for me. Always helped me. Made the sacrifices. So, I'm good.
0: Yeah. I love that. Okay. So, what part of Philly are you from? Because Will Smith in the song, West Philadelphia, born and raised. So, wh- where are you from in Philly? South Philly. South Philly. Yeah,
1: from South Philly. Okay. My, my friends and all of them are from Southwest. and. All, all over Philly, to be honest. Okay. You know, it's
0: pretty chill. It's pretty, it's chill. pretty chill. Okay. Okay. That's interesting because that's how kind of DC is set up where I am now. Like they have Northwest DC, South, Southeast. Like it's kind of split up that way. So I didn't realize Philly was kind of segmented yeah. like that as
1: well. Yeah. It's like it's really split up it's South Philly, West Philly, Southwest, Southwest, North Philly, Northeast. Oh, man. Yeah. In the county. Yeah.
0: Okay. Got you. So what were some of your favorite things to do growing up outside of basketball?
1: I love video games. Ooh. I love video games. Uh, honestly, it's not much. I'm a chill guy. Like I just like listening to music, playing the game. And I really love basketball. Like that is the main thing I do. Uh, as you know, I go to church school. So I'm I'm actually a boarder there. Okay. So when I'm not Playing basketball. I'm actually doing something for academics, or I'm just chilling, man.
0: No. Yeah. Okay. I want to go back to George School, but first, I want to know what video games you're playing. Fortnite, Fortnite, Two K. Fortnite and Two K. I feel like those are the ones.
1: Fortnite, Two K. That's it for me right now. Okay. Not you,
0: the- do you have your own like career situation in Two K, or like you doing? Like, oh yeah,
1: my career. My career. Yeah, you do
0: my career. Okay
1: they always take my money man <laughs> take you.
0: are you a person that's like up midnight ready for the new game to drop every year or are you like not that into it
1: am a little I, bit,
0: a am little am bit? I, okay
1: every, and it's crazy because every year I say I'm a stop never stop
0: you can't help it
1: the game drops around my birthday so I always end up getting it like okay. before, it always drops before my birthday
0: yeah when is your birthday September 17th. September 17th. Okay, got it. So it's like a birthday gift just for you. Yeah, thank you. yeah. Okay, nice. So Fortnite and 2K, I got you. So no Madden. You don't do really football too much. I don't do Madden. And,
1: uh. I'm tired of Madden. I lost money because of Madden.
0: <laughs> so you're done with Madden?
1: Yep. No more Madden.
0: Okay. Understood. Okay. So you mentioned you're a boarder at George School. What is that like? Not being in the house with mom grandma as you're used to and like really being living a college lifestyle
1: yeah i'm not gonna lie to you it was early at first you know i'm a mommy's boy so not being the go out of my room and go talk to my mom or my grandmom. it was it was it was a big change you know it felt like i was on my own but not so really um, some days it can be really hard just like because it's like, you know, it's a daily type of thing, but I go home every weekend or whenever we're all, so it's fine. Yeah. Like right now, I got out yesterday after school. So we're on a mental health four day weekend right now until our turn back starts right
0: I like that school. I like a mental health break. That's nice. Not- <laughs> Theory. like that sounds great and I'm sure it's much needed especially yeah. like coming yeah. out of the season like second half kind of the school year so that's really nice yeah. okay let's talk mental health how do you stay grounded and mentally healthy
1: having fun okay I feel like if you have fun you'll be fine like you just gotta have fun and my version of having fun is different from everybody else's and i think everybody else has a different version of having fun my version just happens to be going over to my friend's house or playing basketball or playing the game or being with my family you know so that's my version of having fun and enjoying life being with the people who i love doing the that
0: I- yeah i can tell you just really calm and chip. like i hear it when you speak just so composed we love to see it we love to see it. And it's crazy because when you're on the court, like it's just a different energy. Like it's just a totally <laughs> different energy. So, like, you got that switch when you needed it. Yeah. You. you tap into it.
1: Of course.
0: Yeah. Okay. Nice. Okay. So, when it comes to your basketball career, what have been some of your favorite moments?
1: The offers, Kobe getting ranked again may who was the best. Oh my god, I, I love. you okay,
0: let's talk about it because you just lit up right now.
1: Yeah, Mayhew's was like the best. Mayhew's and Marquis was like my favorite tournaments to ever play in, like ever. You know, playing against the best competition and getting recognized. And I went from not being ranked to playing against almost every ranked player and just killing them. And proving
0: that I'm worthy really of being one of the best in Philly. Absolutely. Yeah, I saw some of your tweets after that as I was doing research. you're like, I'm the best point guard in the country. Like I was just like, the energy, we love it.
1: <laughs> I believe I am and I still got some work to do, you know. But besides that, I'm coming for everybody.
0: I like it. And I feel like that's the that's the mama mentality right there. Like if we're gonna talk Kobe, that's the mentality. Yeah. So I love it. Okay. So you said being ranked again, getting ranked again. Were you ranked then unranked? Did something happen?
1: Yeah. So I was playing for DPS and I got ranked by Coast to Coast you know, in 50-something. I didn't like that. 6th grade a year, I was playing with Team Final and I was, I was dominating but I was unranked. But I put my so I was putting myself on the map slowly and slowly. 7th grade a year I was, I think, that was with Team Final. And I met some guy, cause he came and watched me play and his name was Coach Dunk. And basically, you know, we got closer and we built a bond, but he took me in and he would like send me to camps and he would train me. I would go over his house, to a chill with him. And he basically put me on a map, giving me different paths and helping me out. Deep, it was just way deeper than basketball huh? yeah. you Yeah. Know? My eighth grade year, I showed out, and here I am now.
0: Wow, that's yeah. that's incredible. And this is we're all we're talking middle school. Like you're literally just getting started, like, and you already have this. There are seniors who don't have D1 offers, like, and I'm sure you know this. Yes. Yeah. So it's just incredible that you've like had such this. Powerful journey and so many experiences, and like you have so much more left. Like, it's just like it's gonna be amazing what's ahead for you. So that's really dope. I gotta ask though, when you got the offer from Miami, I'm from Miami. How you felt? I just need to know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, it was it was crazy because I think it was a couple of days before my birth my birthday, and he came to like the open gym or whatever. And I got a call from Coach Dunn, and one of my my uncle solo, who also coaches basketball, and he was like, you've been watching me for a long time. And he came to one of these games, I think I played a candidate team, and I went off, this was like preseason, I went off, and he kept his eye on me, kept watching me, kept watching me, and then I got the offer. And I was just, it was just mind blowing, I got an offer from Miami as a freshman. and yeah.
0: yeah. That's, that's incredible. Okay, a few more questions. A few more questions that I like to ask. So what is, what's one food you can't live without?
1: Mac and cheese and candy.
0: Mac and cheese. That's the duo. Like the two yeah. that have to touch on Thanksgiving. Yeah. They gotta, touch.
1: they gotta touch. It's like their sweetness with the candy and the macaroni.
0: Yeah. Can't live without it. I okay, you did eat. say soul food. What's your thing? It's it's making sense. It's connected. Candy okay do you be cooking let me know you be in the kitchen Mm-mm. you just you just taking in the food
1: I just take in the food okay <laughs> Wait, so
0: it. what do you eat
1: at school uh, my mom will send me
0: Tyler we need to make sure you're eating okay do we need to do check-ins to make sure you eat
1: mom will send me um prep meals and it'll be a lot because I have a refrigerator inside my dorm and I'll just go warm the food up but if she does not for that week, I'll just go to the dining hall and okay. make food, yeah. Okay.
0: We need to make sure you in Tyler, cause now I, I want you to-
1: a lot. It's, it's only happened this, I don't know why, it just happened this year.
0: Yeah, okay. You're gonna be good going into year two or oh, something.
1: Yeah. I'll be fine.
0: Okay, um, give me three words to describe your personality.
1: Funny. Chill and loyal. Ooh, funny, funny, chill, and loyal. Yeah, I'm okay, funny.
0: funny as in making jokes. Like yeah, you're
1: a joker. I, I be real funny. I'm chill at the same time. It's like a, it's like a, a sweet spicy type of thing. Okay. And then obviously I'm a loyal guy. Like if you know any of my friends, they'll tell you I'm always there for them no matter what. That's awesome. So
0: you're the friend that people can come to for advice when they need something? Never. Okay. So who do you go to for advice? Do you have a friend that's your person or is it your mom?
1: I have a friend. I have a couple people. Like, just my circle, I keep my circle very small, the people that I love, you know, and I try not to let a lot of people in that circle, but I can go to any of them when it comes to any advice. And, you know, some of them do have different opinions, of course. So I'll go to both too, but besides that, yeah, it's just my my inner circle.
0: Yeah, and I think it's amazing that you have an inner circle because I feel like some people, even adults, are searching for that. So the fact that you have that group before you really even take off, like that's important. Because I yeah, think of I, people like LeBron, who like you always see him with the same folks. Like it I, doesn't same
1: people. Like I don't. I'm not a really big, you know, not type of Joe type of guy. Like I don't like being. Everybody,
0: i'm just chilling yeah chill i can tell i I can tell from this interview you just chilling we just having this conversation you don't (laughs) seem nervous like you just chill and i appreciate that because i want these to feel like conversations how many unread messages do you have in your phone oh gosh i don't know maybe 200 That's that's
1: not a lot that's not a lot that's not a lot that's not a lot that is not a lot that is not a lot
0: are you trying to convince me or convince yourself
1: not a lot 200 that's not a lot that's not a lot let me tell you why it's not a lot i've been i've seen some people falls and that's they look real hollywood 200 is not a lot and most of them are from group chats so that makes sense now most of them are from group chats
0: okay so take out the group chat you got a
1: hundred maybe a hundred a couple hundred
0: no, not a lot not a lot
1: not a lot i mean because it's like i don't i don't even talk to a lot of people so it's like yeah
0: where are these messages coming from you don't talk to a lot of people
1: <sighs> people giving out people numbers
0: okay yeah okay i'm yeah. gonna take your word for it tyler but <laughs> i have to ask do you text back
1: oh yeah i'll tell that i'll tell that I text me right away anybody who i'm cool with text me i'm gonna respond right away
0: okay so separate from the 200. yeah okay
1: the 200 is just like it's just like group checks mainly group checks it wasn't group checking probably like 100. and it will probably be like old messages
0: okay i feel like it's gonna get even crazier when you have more offers coming in or you I have
1: hope you. Not. You're gonna,
0: yeah you are gonna hit a thousand by senior year i feel
1: like I hope not. I don't even like, I don't even like my phone being blown up. I don't get, like it. Are you not,
0: a do not disturb person?
1: No, I don't put my phone on do not disturb, but I had to for this interview.
0: I appreciate that. I had 200 unread messages, you probably have 300 now, so like this could have been they,
1: crazy. I just got a text message. <laughs> I'm
0: going to let you get to your messages because you text back right away, so got to respond to your people. No, okay. Like,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> You'll get back to them.
1: Yeah, I'll get back to them.
0: Okay. So goals on and off the court. Let's start with off the court. What are some goals you have in life?
1: Uh, I want to buy my mom a house. That has been the first thing I wanted to do. Is buy my mom a house. My mom, my grandma, my uncle, and for them to never have to really work a job again. So whether I was to play basketball or not, I'm going to, like, go to school for business and start my own trucking business and invest and all types of stuff, you know. It's like I have a path to go to the NBA, but just in case something was to happen to me, like, God forbid I, I injure myself, I have something else to do, you know. You never put your eggs in one basket.
0: For you to sit here and be like, if it don't work out, listen, I'm gonna get this, get this business degree, get me a truck business, get my mama a house, like I'm good. I think that's so mature and so wise of you where you're not counting basketball out, but you realize that things do happen and yeah. you'll you'll be prepared for it either way. Yeah, it's just a part of life,
1: man. You gotta have a, a backup plan. There's nothing wrong with having a backup plan. You know, you can always have a straight path, but you never know what can happen. You know, God might not want you to take that path so you gotta have a backup plan
0: come on now that's a word right there okay come on Tyler with your <laughs> word? okay okay goals on the court
1: I want to be a Hall of Famer I know that's a lot for you know someone like me right now but I'm willing to put in all the words to be a Hall of Famer you know a lot of guards don't get recognized a lot because of their height I don't care you know what yep. I'm saying? I want to go down as one of the best punchers of all time.
0: I love that. I feel like you have the attitude for it. You have the work ethic for it. Literally, just from what I have seen watching you play and researching for this, like I feel like it's in your future. And the mindset you have, like to even sit here and say, like you didn't say, I want to play in the NBA. You said, I want to be a Hall of Famer. Like That's different.
1: I feel like a lot of people do cut themselves short when they have the tools that God gave them. And I know God gave me tools to do what I'm supposed to do.
0: Come on, Tyler. Okay? you just preaching, okay? you just out here preaching. Like, I can definitely see you being that friend that people can come to. How do you spend your free time? Off days, off season? How do you spend your free time outside of basketball?
1: Not much, man. Like, I go out with my family. I really love spending time with my family because, you know, I'm at boarding school. I'm home. Try to make time for my friends, you know? I try to make time for everybody so nobody feels left out or feel like, you know, anything's going on with me. So, yeah, I try to give everybody the same amount of attention. Of course, do more for my family. Besides that, you know, not really much. Okay. Favorite
0: basketball team? Who are you rooting I, for? You? I, don't, I don't have one. Really? Okay, so you kind of support players versus like a yeah, full-on yeah. team.
1: I don't I don't really have a basketball team because if I had a basketball team, I would be mad right now. <laughs> I, not gonna lie to you, I'd be mad. I can't I'm a
0: have a I get it. I get it. It's not easy. It's,
1: it's not. not easy. It's not. It's not easy. I don't I don't have the time and patience for it either.
0: Okay. So who are the guys you support and who are some of your favorites currently playing?
1: In the league right now. Um King LeBron James. Right, mm-hmm. uh, KD. I like watching Devin Booker. I love Busy Bones. I love watching Busy
0: Busy bo- Bones.
1: Bones. Bones.
0: Highland. Okay. Bones Highland. Okay. Gotcha. When you said Busy Bones, no. I, I went to yeah. Bones Thugs and Harmony. Like I'm. I'm. <laughs> oh my I
1: like God. <laughs> bones. I just started watching Trey Young. I watched Shay. And Shea
0: is having a year.
1: She's He's having a year. and i've been talking to some college coaches and they made me start think like start watching jalen brunson and i like his i like his because he went from pretty much nothing to something and he always had something and what they told him at villanova was like how to be the man and how to be a good role player Mm -hmm. and that's Mm -hmm. why he never was really like scared when he went to the knicks to be the man
0: yeah Yeah, I have feelings about him because when they played us, anytime we play the Knicks, as in the Heat, it's always something. But last year in the playoffs, like, he carried them. Like, if he just had a little bit more help, they absolutely would have beat us in that series. So thank God for Jimmy Butler and his (laughs) – But if he had just – if Brunson had just a little more help, like – they would have won that series because he was playing amazing. So i like to end on this question. I always end on this question. Who is someone who has been instrumental in your success who you have not had the chance to tell? Who is the person and what is your message?
1: Oh, It's probably two people.
0: Okay.
1: Munir, Greg, and Marvin. Marvin made me fall. And after that, I start taking defense seriously, <laughs> cause I got embarrassed. <laughs> oh,
0: know, he crossed you?
1: Yeah, he crossed me. He was, was like young boys. He was real young. He crossed me. I didn't know Mark, I didn't know who Marvin was. He walked in the gym. He had soccer clothes on. I'm thinking like, okay, I'm finna, I'm finna cook him. And come down. Do do do. Never again. I never again. Shout out to him though, cause he made me work. And Munir, being around Munir was just that. Like that's my friend. And we've always wanted to work hard, you know, like, that's like one of my best friends. Like always, when we're together, we're working hard off the court. I know he's working hard and we just push each other whenever he's going through something I'm there for him, whenever I'm going through something, he's there for me because we go through the same things, you know? Yeah,
0: I love that. Clearly, again, it proves that you have some good people around you, good, strong friendships around you.
1: You gotta have a, a, a small circle. You gotta have real ones around you because if you don't got real ones, it's gonna be a field day.
0: Look at you preaching again.
1: If Come up, on with
0: the word.
1: It's gonna be a field day. You know, you can't have fake people around you, man. Like, they're gonna tell you what you wanna hear and not tell you the truth. If you can't accept the truth, then that's sad, but. You don't want nobody around you that's going to tell you what you want to hear because you're not going to meet smart choices. You're not going to do smart things. You're going to start moving a little different, spending money the way you're not supposed to spend money and saving. It's just certain things. And, you know, this basketball life, it can, you can can get a lot of fake people, so you got to keep your circle small.
0: Yeah. You're clearly wise beyond your years, Tyler. I'm so glad we had a chance to do this. This was great.
1: Thank you.